Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Dope Black Woman podcast, the podcast where we share stories of black excellence as part of our safe digital sisterhood. I'm Leanne Levos. I'm Roshan. You can call me Shan. I'm Livs. Hey, everyone. We are back. Hi, ladies. What's going hey. on? What is everybody up to? How has the month been? You know, ups and downs, trials and tribulations. <laughs> Wait, are you guys back in office properly or are you still working from home? No, still very much from home. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be in once a week now, moving forward on a Tuesday. Are you actually looking forward to that? Yeah, because what I'm going in for, it makes sense to be in the office as okay. opposed to like being at home. It's more practical. But outside of that, I'm very happy to not be in. Yeah, I enjoy being able to plan my day around what I need to get done. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like not feeling guilty for like taking an hour break to watch EastEnders. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the, I get my work done, it, it's calm. Yeah, like I can't actually do that in my current job. I can't just take, but I actually find it hard to take breaks with the current role that I'm in to a degree. Mm. But I meant like if I was just in general, like there's so much more flexibility at home that you can do without feeling like, you know when you're at work, yeah, if you want to go to the shop five times, you can't really do that. Like, no, look you, at you, you like, what you away from your dad, getting munchies. <laughs> but also, have you ever been, have you ever been sat at your desk and you know you've got half an hour free and you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs and you're like, I could be doing the washing, I could be doing the ironing, like, oh, I could be doing true. anything right now. I was just going to say, I managed to sneak out to go all the way to the west side of the island to take a mini staycation simply because I work from home. Like, if I had to be in the office today, there's no way that I could be technically working from home, which is nice. Man said a sneaky trip all the way to the west side. (laughs) (laughs) Working from home. She's definitely recording the podcast right now. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not even supposed to be recording the podcast right now. It's my birthday weekend, Lomi. Um, I'm getting one year older, which is... um, I won't say how old I am. I will say how old I am. I'm going to be 37. There's nothing, there's no shame. Yeah, you know, I told my mum and she couldn't believe it. She's like, you're lying. I'm like, no, seriously. She's like, but you're lying. I'm like, mum, I'm not lying. She's going to be 37. She just looks amazing. That's all. Literally. Leanne is the definition of black don't crack. Oh, definition. Thanks, it's the old <laughs> If it was a dictionary definition, Leanne's name is right there in the corner. Do you know what I mean? It'd be like, Leanne Levers on Facebook. <laughs> um, okay, so this week we're going to play a little game, right, guys? Keep it light. Yeah. I feel like we've all had some really good episodes this 
month uh lives your episode was about masculine toxicity and we had josh on the podcast finally that was very exciting (laughs) you know what he was so articulate he did such a good job like i really actually did learn quite a bit from that episode thank you appreciate that that was a bit that was so cute when he was like he was talking about something i can't remember exactly what it was I've listened to it. I listened to it when it first came out. But he said something like, you know, having a woman like Liv. And then he paused. And I was thinking in my head, I know what look he gave you at that moment. <laughs> you know, the woman that Olivia is. <laughs> and Shan interviewed Queen Mojo, which was crazy. My favorite. Yeah. And then I interviewed... Um, one of our dope black women, Daniela Genos from She's the Boss, and we talked about the financial independence of black women, which I thought was really cool. She actually gave some really good yeah. pointers, which mm-hmm. I was really excited about. Um, it was really interesting just to hear about, you know, how important it is. It reminded me of you, actually, Shan, because you're always talking about buying houses and investing and saving money. Mm-hmm. And I, it's something that I am not financially responsible. So basically. meanwhile, you're on the west side of the island <laughs> in a hotel, <laughs> wasting money. <laughs> yeah, guys. So we are playing a game, which is kind of like friendship dating game. I kind of borrowed it from the newlywed game where you ask each other questions. But we're going to ask questions that are based on friendship These are great questions you can ask on a first date or if you're seeing your friends for the first time after lockdown and you feel a bit awkward, you don't know what to talk about, then we got you. (laughs) All right, who's going first? Libs, do you want to go first? Okay, so my first question is, if we were stuck on a desert island, why would I be an asset? So how how would I be helpful in that situation? Actually, how would how would I be helpful and how would you be helpful? I want to know both. I think you probably would be really helpful in terms of organizing us to get off the island. You'd be like, all right, guys, don't panic. This is what we're going to do. Everybody just calm down. We need to find some wood. (laughs) And so... (laughs) I did not imagine that being Liv at all. 100%. Liv would definitely be panicking. Liv would be panicking. What are we going to do? I'll be having heart palpitations, like full panic mode. <laughs> I would not know how to get the word, like <laughs> I'd be running into the sea, like take me down, Lord. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. So no, I can see after the initial panic that all of us would no, have. Let's be panicking the entire time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe after the first day, I feel like I'd be good for morale. Like, I wouldn't be good for the practical stuff, but I'd be good for keeping up morale. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to getting firewoods and food, all that kind of stuff, mm -mm, no. But when it comes to, you know, keeping you smiling and keeping you occupied, then yeah, that's that's, that's my bag. You'd be our cheerleader. You'd be like, get that wood, Leanne. (laughs) When it comes to like, okay, the evening, guys, evening entertainment today is, like, that'd be me. (laughs) Um, how do I think I would be helpful? I don't know. I think I'd help to calm everyone down. I'd be like, guys, it's fine. We're going to be okay. Yeah. Here's a spliff. Let's think this over. <laughs> but I don't smoke, so I'll just be there inhaling the fumes, letting the lungs fill with the weed and the ganja. 
Leanne, I feel like you're a very practical person. So I feel like you'd be like, okay, we need to get shelter. Like, I'm going to go into the woods because I'm not scared. I'm just going to do it. Like, I feel like you're that person. Yeah, I would be the volunteer to get the stuff done. You're probably right about that. I don't know if I would come up with the plan, yeah. but I would be like, all right, I will go into the woods and get what we need to get and fair, face the sea. Yeah. You would go into the jungle with no fear. You'd be like, all right, guys, I'm going to explore. See you later. <laughs> I, got, I got my backpack. And we looking at each other like, what's in the backpack? <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you think you would be most helpful? Rashad, yeah. So I think, um, I personally think, well, like, so, like, my circle of friends, women, like, my clubs, my friends that I go, like, mostly, like, socialising with, they always say, if there's an issue, this is an issue on a, a night out, Rashad will always find a way. Someone hasn't got ID, don't worry, we're still getting in. There's a long queue, we're not queuing. So I feel like I'll be the person that'll get us off the island within 24 hours. That'll be me. I'll find a way. I'll 24 find hours, you know. Fishes <laughs> in their fish language. And we'll be out of there. Like, that's <laughs> what I think I'll do. I think I'll help with that. And then I think how I think Liz would help. I think Liz would be a great distraction. Because mm. I can talk to Liz about everything and anything. Like, we always end up having these, like, long chats. So I feel like when Leanne's out getting the wood and the fire, because I will not be going in any sort of jungle... <laughs> Rather than me sitting there, my anxiety and even mad, we would just be talking about random stuff like, oh, so we go back, what are you doing? Oh, your mm-hmm. nails have been done, they look cute. Like, <laughs> yeah. It would just, yeah. just go from that to trauma. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll be crying. She'll be like, what happened? Are you okay? And we're like, yeah, we're just talking about, you know, that stuff. Like, yeah. So I feel like that's how I imagine it, hanging out. <laughs> Once our phone and all our devices have died and we're like, okay, I'm bored, that's where I come in. That's where I come in, that's where I shine. <laughs> So my question is, why do you think we get along so well? I feel like um, you're very authentic and you're a good friend to be around because like something, for example, like nothing feels awkward to talk to you about. And I love that. Like we can talk about therapy and it's not like, ooh, ah, that's a taboo <laughs> subject. And then we can... <laughs> And go from that to, you know, talking about like, oh, girl, I love this song. Like, turn it up. Like, this is a banger. Like, shake my ass. Like, and having that fluidity in a friendship, I really appreciate and I'm really here for. And also, um, we're on the same wavelength when it comes to work ethic. And I think that's important as well. Mm. Like, I'm here for that in a friendship, especially at this big old age. Um, So why do Shannon and I get along so well? Yeah, I think it's just because we're both really upfront, honest people. I think also one of the things that I really appreciate about our friendship is that we put time and effort into it. Like there's always a moment where you're checking in with me to say, are you okay? How's everything going? Like you don't just assume or take for granted that we're good. You know what I mean? We're constantly saying to each other, was this okay? Was that okay? Like we're concerned for each other's feelings. And that's, I think that's something that you've largely introduced into our friendship. So I think it's the amount of care and dedication that we have towards making sure that our friendship is solid. That's probably one of the reasons we get along so well. That's beautiful. I feel like you just proposed to me, guys. Thank you. Uh, So much love, guys. Yeah, I think it's really important to do that. Sometimes, and I've definitely been guilty of this, where I kind of take a friendship for granted and, you know, I might not call someone for a couple of weeks or a month and I just expect them to understand but actually just like your relationships or romantic relationships your friends need love too you know 
what is your favorite memory of us? Actually, it's a good follow-on from Shan's question. One's trauma, obviously. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one is, we was talking one day about something over WhatsApp, and I just felt like I, I felt really comfortable to share something with you. And then when I shared the said thing with you, we then realised that we kind of had like a, um, like a trauma bond experience in that conversation, but like a healthy one, not like how we know trauma bonds to be. And therefore, and then it kind of like at that moment, it was like a, a light bulb moment that like picked that like solidified all of our friendships and like things that I couldn't understand in our relationship. At that point, it made me feel like everything about our relationship and friendship that I thought was so special and I really loved, it made sense. And it made it if it, it gave our relationship a sense of purpose that I don't think it had before. Not because we both went through trauma that was the same, but it was because of like. Yeah, I can't really get... I think you know what I'm talking about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and of course I do. Yeah, so I feel like vulnerability is really important in a lot of relationships for them to work. And that means any sort of relationship, not like just romantic. And I feel like that was like a really vulnerable moment. But the other one that I would say, which is the complete opposite, much more positive, is actually your um, your leaving barbecue. Oh. And I was like drunk off my head and obviously I disappeared drunk in my car for hours. But before that, it was just so nice to see you in like an environment that wasn't work based because I feel like you're you're quite you're a really hardworking person and I feel like you're someone that a lot of people around you rely on you and like come to you for things. So to just see you like be free, even though you was very much like being the, the best host in the world. But there was times there was moments throughout the evening where I saw you just be free and just be chill and just be liming and stuff. And I was like, nah, this is sick. I'm happy that I'm seeing my friend in this in this in this environment oh that's sweet can we just talk about the fact that shan said to me she was clearly inebriated she says to me (laughs) i'm gonna go get my charger which she had already gotten (laughs) (laughs) and then several hours later we're looking for her we literally searched the entire estate looking for shan for like a good hour (laughs) me leanne ali kareen Kemi, we're all looking for her. And then we just found her in her car, which was like two seconds away from my front door. <laughs> and for context, when I drink and I feel like, um, if I drink and I'm out, especially like because I was at your house, it's a safe space. I, don't have to, I feel like I don't have to worry about like the certain risks you might have if I was in a club, let's say. But if I drink in that environment or in any environment and I feel like, okay, I, didn't, I haven't realised now up until this moment, but I've drank too much. And it's not like I'm going to have another drink and be drunk. At this point, once it's fully settled in, I'm going to be off my head. I then always go to my car because I feel like I'm safest there. Do you know what I mean? It's like a weird coping mechanism I have. So if you can't find me, guys, and I've been drinking, I'm in my car. She's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> there um, I would say probably one of my most favourite memories is the time that we had a movie night at yours. Oh, that yeah, so of course. Yeah, that was adorable. And I think... The reason why I loved it so much is because usually I feel quite anxious in those situations because there were people there that I didn't know. And, you know, sometimes when you go to people's houses and you haven't been there very few many times, you don't feel 100% comfortable. It's like, oh, can I sit here? Like, can I use the bathroom? You know, you ask them type of questions. But you were just like... You just made me feel so comfortable and so relaxed. And, like, I feel like... When you invite people into your home, it's not that you're just a good host. It's like, you're like, you guys are my family. Like, welcome to the family home. Like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? Like, what do you, like, anything is up for it. Like, make yourself at home, basically. And I feel like that is just 
so much like says so much about the type of person you are and the type of friend you are and I was like oh this girl is just such a good person based on the way she treats people at her home because it's kind of like and I think you appreciate this more as you get older inviting people into your home is a big deal because like your home is your safe space your home is like the people when you ever bring people into your home you always welcome them with open arms and it just made me love you even more Oh, that's cute. And Josh was there as well, wasn't he? Was Josh, Josh was there, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. felt really, like, comfortable and really, you know, settled as well, which I loved as well. Because, like, I didn't feel like I had to almost... I didn't feel like I had to look after him. Mm. You know, because sometimes when you bring a plus one to events, it's like, oh, I need to make sure this person is comfortable. I feel like you just bring that energy naturally. So, yeah. yeah. I had a good night that night. It was fun. Yeah. It was cute. Apart from Rashan being scared of any movie we wanted to watch. Oh my goodness. It just started and my girl was like, oh, no, I can't just sit there. <laughs> and it's like the trailer. <laughs> Whatever. Ops. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So my second question is, who would you invite to a fantasy dinner party, dead or alive? How many guests are we allowed? I'm going to say three. So we don't okay. go on forever. um wow three guests all right this is just whatever comes to the top of my head because obviously it's not something that i've had written down for years hoping that this would actually come to fruition but (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and say winnie mandela because she is militant as fuck and i (laughs) Revere, yeah, she is like I revere her fearlessness. Even if I don't agree with all of her politics, I revere her fearlessness for sure. Um, Audrey Lord, who is a, in case anybody doesn't know, she's a famous famous feminist writer. She's kind of the person who came up with Black feminism. So. She has, I mean, everything she's written has pretty much changed my life. Um, So I would definitely invite her. Hmm. And my grandfather, actually. I never met my grandfather. He died a year after I was born. But I've heard so many stories about him and many of the things that I've heard about him in terms of kind of what a welcoming person he was. Like I used to hear stories how he used to, he was a judge and he used to invite all of the lawyers from, you know, his circuit to for dinner parties. Great host, really lovable, amicable guy. Loved my mom to death. Um, so I think I would want to meet him because he seemed like such a cool guy and he did a lot in his life. And so I'd invite him too. So yeah, Audrey Lord, Winnie Mandela and my grandfather would be my top three. Oh, that's a great dinner party. Rishan, who's round your table? Um, I feel like I don't really care about anyone that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I don't care. So I don't really think I have anyone. Because when you first said it, I thought of, like, celebrities. And then I thought I don't actually care about celebrities. And then when Le- Leanne said her grandfather, that was when I had my light bulb moment. And I was like, actually, if I, ha- if I had to talk to anyone or wanted to talk to anyone it would definitely be, I think, my grandparents. Like, as you guys know, I did an episode before where I interviewed my nan and my grandma, as in my nan's mum. And, like, that's something that I naturally do organically, like, Mm -hmm. on and off air uh, sort of thing. So I feel like that's something I would continue to do. So I'd probably ask someone... I'd probably go to my gran, who's the highest person, and be like, oh, 
can you choose two people or three people randomly that are higher than you in the family tree that I've probably never heard of and I want to talk to them about their life and I'd probably just do that nice I bet you would learn a lot as well doing it that way yeah I feel like I feel like I would because otherwise the people that I would choose would be like people that I know of which is fine but I feel like sometimes like there's like there's people that are alive now in my family that like they're just off the radar and it's like why <laughs> they're, they're, probably the, they're probably the ones with all the family gossip do you know what I mean all the secrets <laughs> That's why they're off the radar. <laughs> All the trauma. <laughs> Wait, Liz, I kind of want you to answer this question as as well. I'm Ooh, interested to know who you would invite. Um, RuPaul, for sure. I'm a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race and I just feel like he's iconic and I feel like he would give me a lot of confidence and just tell me everything I need to hear in life. Um... Who else would be around the table? Mac Miller. I love him. He's one of my favourite artists and unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. I never got to see him live. And I don't know, I think it'd just be interesting to talk to him. And a third person. I know I'm going to listen back and be like, why did I choose these people? Like, why <laughs> Why didn't I think harder about it? But uh, Whitney Houston. <laughs> now, what a table. <laughs> just because I feel like she's such an icon and so much has been said about her and people have so many opinions about her life and about her death especially and kind of the different things the different things she's gone through and I think it'd just be interesting to speak to her directly and see kind of where she stands on a lot of things I think that'd be interesting so yeah that's my table it probably change. It would definitely change as time goes on, but you know that's the dream table at the minute. Um, that's dope. Okay. Uh, next question is, if I won the lottery, what's the first thing I would do? So I guess if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Buy a boat, <laughs> so that I can go on holiday without having to go to EasyJet ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I can go my goddamn self. <laughs> I don't have to rely on these trash companies. Um, I would buy a massive, beautiful home in Antigua where the home like faces the sea and it would just be in the most relaxing area of Antigua ever, which I don't know where that is. But I would just basically fi- a bit, buy a mental health home almost. That sounds very dramatic, but it's not. So basically I'd buy a big house that's in a peaceful area of Antigua. And the reason why I'd buy it there is because I always wish that I can say to my friends when they're feeling low, just go on holiday and I'll pay for you. I don't have those funds. But at least if I had a home they could go to that was peaceful and it was like not in the UK, I could be like, go on and stay at my holiday home and stay as long as you need it. Don't worry, like it's covered. I'd love to be able to have that. But then also I know that my mum, my mum's always wanting to have at home or she's working towards having a house over there. So I feel like it would also double up for when she wants to go there as well. So I feel like it would just be practical in terms of like my own holidays and like wants and needs and wanting to go there. Then my mum's dreams and like the flexibility it will give her. And then also being able to be like to my friends, you want a mental health break? Go to Antigua. You know what I mean? I feel like that would be really, that would be essential. Aww, that's beautiful. Mental health is wealth and um, man. Very 100%. true. 100%. So my question is, What's a body part of yours that you wouldn't mind losing? 
Ooh. Ooh. Goodness. My stomach. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, just, just get rid of it. <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna lie, I have really unattractive feet. I think my feet are the least attractive thing on my body because I have massive bunions. This is such an embarrassing thing to admit. Uh, get rid of them. But I would get rid of not my not my feet, but I'd get rid of my bunions for sure. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, Girl, you can't just... <laughs> It said what part of my body I would get rid of my bunions. Girl, that don't count. <laughs> Uh, get rid of my bunions. Yeah, because I can't wear heels because of it. Like they're my feet hurt all the time. Um, okay, let me answer that uh, honestly. What what part of my body would I get rid? This is hard. Jeez. Um, my nose, maybe because uh, I. But you can't have a sense of smell. I don't have one anyway. This is the problem. At like, all? I, really? I shit dog. It's crazy. I'll be cooking, which is funny because I love cooking, right? And cooking is very much rooted in one sense of smell. I'll be cooking in the kitchen and something will be burning and I'll have no clue. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're a good cook. I know. <laughs> but I just can't smell it. It's really luck of the draw. I don't even taste as I cook. Like, you know how some people taste as they go along. And it's pro- probably, you know, taste and smell are connected as well. It's really weird, mm-hmm. but I have no sense of smell. Interesting. So I just give up my nose. It's fine. I feel like I wouldn't mind losing an ear. Just Not both. <laughs> Yeah, no, I need one because, you know. I have to be able to listen to music and all that. But my hair is usually down. So I feel like if I had one ear, nobody maybe would... people wouldn't notice. <laughs> no one needs to know that that one's gone. You know, <laughs> kind of Vincent Van Gogh look going on. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody said an organ because we have a couple of organs in this. You know, we have, we have two lungs, we have two kidneys. Oh, that's not. Or to give up one of our liver, our part of our liver. I guess I was thinking more external. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. We didn't. I'm sorry that you're a doctor and you thought of that. It was definitely only external <laughs> body parts. No, I just thought of it randomly. I was like, oh, PhD. Could get rid of that we don't actually need in this life. Um, is there a smell that reminds you of me? Guinness mac and cheese. <laughs> Guinness and mac and cheese. That was like mad word association. <laughs> Mine was always gonna be food though, but definitely mac and. If I when I cook mac and cheese because I use your recipe, and I'm, I'm now the best mac and cheese cook in the world after you. Because I cook yeah, mac, and mac recipe, and cheese. I can't not legendary. make it. Think of you. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, I, I guess Guinness is also an appropriate answer. All right. I mean, how um, often do you smell Guinness, Lives? <laughs> I feel like if you walk into a pub, you'll smell that Guinness. Like, do I smell like the pub? No. <laughs> no, you don't sound like. Oh, you don't You're digging like a hole here, Ryan. You're digging a hole. <laughs> I feel like. Maud, I don't know. Maybe that's not a good answer. Just Guinness in general reminds me of you rather than the smell because it's such a like. But maybe not. Maybe that's just like Guinness in general, rather than the smell. So I'll go with mac and cheese. 
I'll deduct my answer and go with mac and cheese because, yeah, your mac and cheese is oh, life-changing. My last question is, what's a skill or personality trait that you wished you had already and why? Hmm. I, I wish I could skate. Like roller skates or ice skates? Yeah, have, just anything, but definitely more roller skating. Like, have you seen these videos that are sort of becoming quite trendy of like black girls roller skating? Oh, oh my yeah. God. They look like the coolest thing ever. Like, Liz, I wish practice. I could do that. Let's, let's get a pair of skates and go somewhere and just fall over and laugh as we learn teach each other how to skate. <laughs> I would I love re- that because I really want to be able to skate. So it'll be good. It'll, yeah. be, it'll just be fun to record. Okay. That's our challenge for the rest of the year <laughs> to learn yeah. how to skate. I'll be because I want to do a viral friend... TikTok of us skating <laughs> to some cool music. Okay. I want to be that Imagine, bit. imagine. We can make a TikTok plate skate called Black Girls Learn to Skate and it'll show day one buying the skates and then the day 52,000 million and 199 <laughs> it'll be us like doing a backflip and it's in the middle of a basement dance yeah no, here, here's the challenge guys so I'm coming back in June somewhere on the first no, taking the piss. by the time I come back you guys should be expert skaters expert I'll, I'll be skating instead of walking by June. Okay, how about that? <laughs> that works. That yeah. works. Um, so I was going to say multitasking because that's something that I can't do. And my partner and I have been arguing quite a bit recently about the fact that I'm a space cadet and I can't seem to multitask very well. Um, but Liv's reminded me that I can't ride a bicycle. Oh, I can't I ride a bicycle either. Really? Yeah, I don't know how to ride a bike. But I'm more interested in roller skating because I just think he looks cooler. <laughs> Liv is like, you're not going to try to draw me out. I've only spoken about one thing I can't do. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm not about to learn how to try and do both. Come on now. But yeah, I feel like every time I tell someone that I I don't know how to ride a bicycle, they're in shock and they're like, what? You don't know how to ride a bicycle? And everybody... Everybody says. I mean, I'm not judging, but I'm. Uh... But she's judging. judging. <laughs> Do you know what is scary about riding a bike? Yeah, the fact that you're on the road with cars. You lot are in a car, and I'm on a bike. <laughs> you don't have and to I ride just... a bike on the road. Yeah, but when you ride a bike on the pavement, you always are a dickhead because. Do you know what I mean? Like, people that ride a bike on the pavement are usually dicks. Because, like, get out of the way. Like, I'm trying to walk and you're on a bike. Like, get out of the way. (laughs) And also just the fact that you, you know, falling over it. And, yeah. But, yeah, I can't do it either. So, I feel you, Leanne. (laughs) Yeah, it's... it's, um, I rode a tandem bike once when I went to Amsterdam. But that was just me. There were points where I just stopped pedaling and just kind of sat there and did nothing. So I would like to learn how to ride a bike at some point in time. Shan, what's your personality trait or or um, thing that you'd want to learn? I wish that I had already and why. Um, a skill would probably be graphics because I feel like most stuff on the media spectrum I can do uh confidently and to a good standard but graphics was something that I, when I was doing it learning it in college I kind of just thought like this is hard like forget this shit and didn't do it and I feel like now the way I like to like manage my anxiety is normally through, normally through like designing and like creating stuff and I'd love to be able to do it with graphics so hopefully that's something I learned soon and if it wasn't that then it would be I wish I had more confidence earlier 
But then that, that's what my answer would have been. But then I also feel like that could have changed who I was in a negative way. So I'm also happy that I got it when I got it now. It's all about the growth, honey. It's all, all about the journey. It's all about the story. It's all about the story. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, Shan is largely responsible for the creativity that you see on our Instagram page. She does most of the, she comes up with most of the graphic ideas, the color scheme, so you're obviously quite good at it just inherently hey definitely love that it's definitely a combined effort but i respect that anyway that was fun guys that was, that cute. was cute i miss you <laughs> i miss you both games from time to time <laughs> not as salacious as what we normally would play but you know we have to keep it pc sometimes can't talk about sometimes keep it cute keep it classy you know <laughs> Not everyday dick and deep throat. <laughs> Not everyday trauma and dick. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast and listen and share wherever you get them from. Um, on Twitter and Facebook, we're Dope Black Woman. And on Instagram, we're Dope Black Woman 1. We'll be back with you next week. Until then, stay blessed and unapologetically black. All the way black. Blackly black. Black tastic. Black tastic. Black tastic. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.